The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Charles, we've let a a big subject uh, slide in in recent weeks as we've been talking about Taylor Swift and Mm. asbestos and all the the good stuff. Donald Trump has gotten up to some pretty extraordinary things recently. Just to clarify, we're recording this in February 2024. So, you know, if you're getting confused because you're thinking, oh, we're listening to a Donald Trump episode from 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, or 2023. No, no, no. This is 2024. It's happening now. And it'd be pretty amazing to hear a 2017 one because the podcast didn't start till 2020. But, um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's no, it always. Does, it the does truth. seem as yeah. though we're always. Yeah. But I, I might be almost ready, and I know that history is full of people being wrong saying this, but I think he could be just about done, Charles. What? No, that is literally a joke in the John Oliver show that everyone keeps on saying, oh, he's done, and then... Oh, I don't mean his political career. He's obviously going to be the next president. I mean his business career. I I think the Trump organisation might finally get flushed down the big golden toilet because the man is getting desperate. Really? How desperate, Charles? Sneaker con. Desperate. This happened last week. We've got to talk about it after this. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, Charles, were you aware of sneaker Connie? Are you a sneaker collector? Do you do you oh, like fancy look, uh, shoes? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things you dream of going to, yeah, isn't it? Like, absolutely. You know, one day I'll make it to sneaker con. It's sort of like the comic con for <laughs> even bigger losers. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's, it's people, yeah. um, they don't like pop culture, like maybe even the nerdy no. bits of pop culture. They just want sneakers, collectible sneakers. Mm. And so Donald Trump, the day after getting hit with these record fines, and this is why I think he might kind of be over potentially, at least in a business sense is he owes 600 million US dollars out of these two judgments that he's lost. Mm. Let's talk about what they're for before I play the audio of, of SneakerCon because it's quite special. Mm. Yeah. So the first one was the defamation of E. Jean Carroll, the writer who claims that um, Donald Trump sexually assaulted her many years ago, um, I think in a department store in New York City, mm. and he denied it. She sued. The jury found her convincing. So in other words, he's been, it's been proven in court that he's a rapist. Not that anyone seems mm. to care. He denied it again, so she sued him for defamation again and won again. And the damages, I think, was something like 83 million US dollars. So that mm. was, for most presidential candidates, that would be reasonably fatal. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yep. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nothing more to say. Than I mean, it was it John, John yeah. Edward who uh, was accused of sexual harassment or something like that. Anyway, um, it would end yeah. most careers. But, of course, this in this one, it's just just normal. Just like no. having a porn yes. star saying that you slept with them and convincing yeah. you to describe your penis in their book. Just normal stuff that happens to, mm. to people who are well qualified for president. But then this is the case brought by uh, New York City. District attorney. Yeah, it? brought by the district attorney in Manhattan, I think. And this is to do with fraud. And basically what the Trumps did for years is they would inflate their assets for some, you know, applications for loans and stuff and deflate them and essentially just lie on their forms. Now, it's a long time since I applied for a mortgage, Charles. Are you Mm. supposed to tell the truth on those forms or can you just make shit up? I can't remember. Well, I mean, what is the truth? When you've got a, a name like Trump, then, you know, the vast majority of 
the worth of something is tied up in in the name of it, which yeah. is an intangible asset. I think so, that's what he says. I think he says, you know, the yeah. Trump brand is worth hundreds of billions of dollars as part of the application. Yes. So, so the thing is, like, yeah, sure, the house that I bought might be worth, I don't know, a million dollars, right? The moment I buy it and it's got the first name on it, <laughs> then suddenly people go, oh, I'll only pay half a million for that. <laughs> that's right. There's this, this yeah. sort of damage. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like a house where right. a murder's been done. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Um, yeah, but this is basically what he argues. So he he massively inflates and deflates the values of assets like Trump Tower and so on. And apparently, you're not meant to do that. The damages for that are something like what five hundred and thirty billion dollars, some crazy amount of money, mm. um, yes. all up. So he's but, he owes more than half a billion dollars in uh, in payouts at this stage. Look, I, he, where's I he get to, the money from? I hate to admit this though, Dom. It, no, see the thing that they're not taking into account is you can get a judgment against you, right? But enforcing that judgment is a whole other thing. Because if you if a ju- it's all fine for a judge to say you owe half a billion dollars to the state of New York. But that doesn't mean anything unless you then pursue him for the money, right? Like he can just hide. Like he can just literally not write a check. Can you imagine a guy running for president at lots of predefined events <laughs> trying to hide? That's a sitcom. That's a that's a movie we should make. Yes, because it's true. You got to hide. Like I've I've been involved in trying to enforce judgments, and we ended up having to hire a private investigator to track this person so that we could actually serve him with further documents to get him to pay up. Like has it, there, it's has a there ever thing. been has there ever been anyone? Easier to find than Donald Trump, mm. world's <laughs> loudest right. and most conspicuous man. Well, yeah. but apparently, Charles, I mean, look, I, I don't claim to be an expert on, on New York law, but my understanding is mm. he has to either pay the money. Mm. He's appealing it, I think, but he's got to pay the money in the, in the meantime into a trust or something or mm. get like some sort of bail bond agreement. He can get a loan to do it. And I wonder how they'll check out the value of his assets to get that but loan. It, but he can't get a loan. One of the judgments was he's not allowed to engage with any financial institution based in New York. No, no, but he can get a bail bond. He can get a bail bond. What I think will probably happen, uh, just for the good of democracy, is that Jared Kushner will cut some sort of a deal where he gets to own his father-in-law just for purely kind of yeah, weird weird psychological technical reasons. Technical legal reasons. Yeah, yeah, and well that will actually okay. mean that Donald Trump is owned by Qatar or yes, the Sa- and all the Saudis. The Presumably Saudis. MBS will just buy Donald Trump at this point. Yeah, cuz can't can't he just convert some of the rubles that he's got? Like, like and also isn't doesn't he have like 2.2 billion dollars, Dom? Like isn't the whole point that he keeps saying that he's got, or is that also he's got a dollar, but because it's his name is attached to it, it's worth two point two well, billion dollars. I think no one actually knows it, but it is clear that he owns a whole bunch of properties. But of course, they're pretty hard to turn into ready cash within thirty days. So we'll see what happens uh, on this front. But Charles, this is where we come in, and this is why I think he might actually be very much desperate for money, mm. is because he turned up the day after the judgment. And he was at SneakerCon selling the, the world's most ostentatious sneakers for $399 a pop. Yeah. They're amazing. They're gold-coloured. They've mm. got sort of, you know, American flag detailing on them. Mm. And they're called Victory 47 because if he wins, he'll be the 47th president of the United States. And so imagine you're a sneakerhead. You're just going to the SneakerCon and you want to find out about the latest shoes. And this fuckwit turns up. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So, thank you very much. And we have a few young ladies that are up here crying. Look at you with the Trump 2024. Thank you, darling. I love you, too. Wow. A lot of emotion. 
There's a lot of emotion in this room. Thank you. Charles, I don't know. I, I've never run a presidential campaign, but is it a good thing if your candidate gets loudly booed <laughs> at an appearance? Well, Dom, I mean, there's a lot of theories on that. <laughs> How many people go to SneakerCon? Like, I'm guessing not more than <laughs> no. a few thousand. No, it's right. not exactly a massive rally. It's not exactly yeah. a Taylor Swift concert. So then, you know, like, okay, let's say 10% of people at SneakerCon go, yeah, that's a collectible, I'll buy it. So you're talking at most, what? Half a million dollars? Like, at very most, if you sell a thousand sneakers, you're making $400,000. It's a drop no in the ocean. Like, that's, it's not, yeah, exactly. Like, what is going on? Like, uh, but I, I just love that his, his immediate reaction is, let's just sell some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not the most cringe-inducing appearance that Donald Trump's made in public in the past week. I've got that for you after this. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Now, Charles, uh, last week on the podcast, we did a whole. Um, Episode talking about Alexei Navalny, the assassinated Russian opposition leader uh, who mm. killed by Vladimir Putin. Can you guess what Donald Trump's response were? The two two important parts of his response to the situation, and he kind of had it had it both ways a little bit here. Sure, I mean even Tucker Carlson condemned Navalny's death. Or did oh so did he suck up to Putin? And he, go, he didn't. He didn't criticize Putin. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. They still got so the PP tape. So did he go? Well, Navalny was a bit of a scoundrel anyway, or something. Did he? No, he he was he was sort of expressed sadness about um, Navalny's death, but didn't certainly didn't blame anyone for it. We, there hasn't been a full inquiry into who's responsible, uh, and you right, know Donald yeah, Trump exactly. doesn't like to assign yeah. blame before there's nah. been due process. He's not not <laughs> someone who randomly says shit. Yeah, that was step one in his response to Navalny, and then. Mm. Uh, what does someone with, with a narcissistic personality disorder do, Charles, with, with any bit of news? Makes it about themselves. Oh, so Trump is the Navalny of America. Bizarrely. He's being persecuted. Uh, bizarrely, despite not wanting to criticise Putin, he made this analogy. I got indicted four times. I have eight or nine trials, all because of the fact that I'm, and you know this, all because of the fact that I'm in politics. It's a lot it of, is a, lot a of form of... Navalny, it is a form of uh, communism or fascism. So it's a form of Navalny, what they're doing to him. Yes, yes. And, and if Donald Trump wants to continue the analogy and, and be killed to make his yeah. point, I mean, that's, that's okay. Yeah, Novichok to the underwear. He does have Trump-branded underwear, who he used to anyway. <laughs> you know, I, I've never told you the story of I, I went to the Trump Hotel when it first opened in Washington. Did you? Yeah, in D.C., and... It is quite an extraordinary experience because it's a converted. It's a, I think it's the old post office or something. Yeah, like that. it was it's the po- was the post office. That's why um, there was the whole issue of him basically using federal resources for his own purposes. It's just an amazing building mm. and garishly, as you'd imagine, garishly fitted out with just just awful teal and green velveteen yeah. couches, 
you know, gold gilt couches and stuff. But the thing that was hilarious was, you know, the bar was serving Trump-branded wine. Yes. And the only steak you could order was a Trump steak. And they were, it was hilarious. Like, you'd order a bottle of the Trump-branded wine, and it was like, it was like made in Ohio. Like, well, this is the thing. I mean, one of the one of the things that I did a few years ago, I, I wrote a whole book about Donald Trump called Trumpedia, mm. where I basically looked at his past history. And there are so many hilarious details about what he did, you know, before we were kind of aware of him with The Apprentice. And the Trump wine is absolutely part of it. Like, I found all these reviews of it, which basically uh, <laughs> compared it to cat's piss. He, he yes. marketed his own Trump steaks that he sold through. You know the Sharper Image, that weird store that they have yes, in New York? Yes. Like, just these very, very odd businesses. But, Charles, if you went to the, the Trump at Washington, D.C. Mm. today, mm. guess what you'd find? Is it is it boarded off because they, they found asbestos? <laughs> asbestos. Wouldn't that be great? No, it's it's not called the Trump in National Hotel anymore. It's now called the Waldorf Astoria, Washington, oh. D.C. He sold it. The moment he couldn't grift off being president anymore and have um, – because what happened when it operated while he was president around the corner was that, of course, yeah. all the you know Saudi diplomats and whatever, they all stayed there and paid way above rack rate to just as a way of legally or sort of legally funneling money to Donald Trump. It's now – he has had to sell out of it, and that's another reason why he might be short on money, Charles. Yeah, right. Okay. So, so right, let's run through the scenario. Trump – doesn't pay because Trump doesn't like giving away money. Hmm. So Trump doesn't pay any of the judgments. No. He runs down the clock, appeals, appeals, appeals. It gets to November. He gets elected president because Joe Biden is essentially one foot in a coffin anyway. And he might be more than one foot by November as well. It's like, yeah, yeah. No one wishes anyone it's, to die, but no. he's not in his best shape, is he? I mean, let's be honest. I know everyone keeps saying so, he was fit in private meetings and stuff, but so he's pretty dodgy. trying to brainstorm the front cover for the next Chaser Annual. Unfortunately, Ooh. you've got to come up with at least a placeholder cover really early on in the year, right? So even mm. though it's like about the end of the year. So I was mucking around with AI, trying to get it to generate, you know, images. And the one thing that especially ChatGPT and, you know, their image-generating versions, yeah. which is like called DALI, are very strict about is we will not create unrealistic images of public figures. Like if you yeah. say generate Donald Trump fucking a horse, it'll say, no, mm. I'm not doing that. That's or or presum- presumably a generate a youthful Joe Biden is also impossible. Yeah. No. But so what I did, I asked it to do um, an image of Joe Biden as a skeleton, right? And it, <laughs> That's not it a bad did. Bet. It just it just gave me it gave me four really great choices for what 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 Joe, Joe Biden would look like. And I'll tell you what, you can't really tell the difference. Like it's very <laughs> slight. That's <laughs> so, oh, presumably just a skeleton with aviators on, is it? Yeah, 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 exactly. But that's yeah. A no, there idea, is there Charles. is literally one. I'll show you. I, I, wow, that it really is a skeleton in aviators. In fact, they've all got aviators, Charles. That's very funny. Yeah. That's a very good choice because that that fits all scenarios. Like yes. if he dies, perfect. A little bit insensitive, yeah. but perfect. no, it's a bit. No, this is the thing. I think actually the likely scenario is he does die, and so therefore it's actually it is poor taste to have. When's that ever stopped you before? I would have thought you'd love <laughs> the publicity from that. Uh, You're getting old. Like it would just be old news. I mean, Joe Biden's already old news. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no. So I think what we're going to run with is uh, the Albo wedding special uh, on the front cover of the Chaser Annuals. Wow. By the way, that, if any that, listeners, if any listeners have good ideas for what we should put on the Chaser front cover uh, for the Chaser annual, please uh, email podcast at chaser dot because um, still 
trying to come up with it. But, you, you know, like we have a commemorative wedding edition. You know, like they do with the Royals. We'll do that with Alba. Oh, we did it have, for you. Like, we had a and we commemorative do, edition we, at the Chase yeah, newspaper you at your whole, wedding. Yes. And we, but, uh, we can do gold gilting and stuff like that on the annual. Look really what if cool. they break up? What if what if she goes, actually, this is a crap um, gig. I don't want to do this. Yes. Oh, that's or, a risk, or what if? It? What if, yeah. you know, obviously Alba went to the tailor concert what if a bit of a thing sparks up couldn't rule it out could you well that is a risk i, I don't know why jody's allowing alba to go to the concert i don't think she she i don't think she did i yeah, think he just went right. anyway oh dear there's trouble in paradise trouble in paradise you heard it yeah. here first do you reckon um he'd still get a bump in the ratings though even if he dropped his fiance the the sheer kudos from going out with taylor swift and maybe Travis could go out with Jody. Oh, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? That'd be that'd be really sweet. Or maybe it could be a foursome. It could be like a. Let's know. just end the podcast here. I think I prefer <laughs> the vision of Joe Biden as a literal skeleton. But no, Donald Trump uh, is finished at least financially, and this may be the end of everything. Except that whenever you say that, you know that it's in the next not, sentence, it's definitely no. not. Definitely Even when not, the guy no. dies, we'll just be going, could this be the end of Trump's political career? <laughs> no one knows. Our gear is from Rode. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. See you tomorrow. When in Washington, D.C., we choose to stay at the Trump International. <laughs> overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.